0: Welcome back. This is your kind of well, kind of toxic host, Sarah Rittendale, bringing you another episode of Wellish. Hi, my issues, my fucked up little friends. What's happening, sisters? This week, I wanted to talk to you guys just about what's been going on in my head lately, which is only good fifty percent of the time. But you know what? That's the point, right? Like we are going to have the bad things in my brain create good results for you and I both. So let's get cracking. I, this week, have been trying to get really back into my health game. Like I told you guys before, I was home in Chicago for a month. I came back and I was like way motivated to get back into my routines right when I got back. And Surprise, surprise, that did not happen how I would have liked it to. So (laughs) it's fine. I didn't go grocery shopping literally at all until the Sunday. I like got back home on a Sunday and then I didn't go grocery shopping until that following Sunday. So that whole week I spent eating out. I spent that whole week not going to the gym. I spent that whole week just kind of like trying to get my life together, cleaning my house for the most part. I'm going to be real honest with you guys. I still have not unpacked. (laughs) I still have garbage bags of clothes and my suitcase in my bedroom. Like my bedroom is a fucking mess. And I've just been justifying it because my AC was out and that was just a nightmare. And so I was laying with my college box fan on my living room floor to sleep for the last couple nights. So I didn't have to look at the mess. But you know what? It's fine. So that week was just a little bit um, atrocious. And so this week I have gotten back into motion. I've been really good about eating healthy and not falling off of diet when I just have the littlest bit of a craving to go to Taco Bell. The first day I did it, it felt really good. Last night I wanted Taco Bell so bad i could have fucking lost my goddamn mind i all i could think about was the way that it feels to bite into a cheesy gordita crunch like the soft and then the crunch and then the sauce oh my god dude that's all i could think about now i'm thinking about it again and then i started thinking about a bread bowl from panera a broccoli cheddar bread bowl and like scraping the bread bowl Oh, out the spoon and into my mouth. Am I having like an orgasm talking about food? Like this is the problem, and this is why I'm having what I'm talking about today is my issue is not believing in myself. Like I look at, I literally did it right there because I swear to God, every time I get on this health kick, like I come here and I'm like, yeah, guys, I'm back on it. I'm getting back into the fucking shit, right? And I. I like to say I'm not like other girls. I'm not like other people. Okay. I am really good at exercising consistently. Like I'm not a person that like falls off and gets back on and falls off and gets back on and doesn't understand why it never works out. Like I full on was a fitness coach for a little while. Like I consistently exercise and I know the reason that I always have a problem is because of my eating habits. But so here I am once again, have had fallen off routine and I'm getting back into the action of health all encompassing and I'm afraid that I'm going to fall off like every day that I am doing this like physical taking care of myself. Another thing I've been doing is drinking a hell ton, a hell ton. I'm here for it. A hell ton of water. And I think that that has made me feel so much better about being able to like have the energy to get the things done in a day that I need. So like, And it's more so the fact that like I feel proud of myself that I set this intention, I set this goal and at the end of the day, I can say proudly that I've done it and I don't have to live another day feeling guilty that I still haven't done it. So now that I'm on this right track, now I'm spending each day afraid that it's not gonna last. I'm so afraid that I'm going to fail because every single time I have. I have been exercising for, I swear to God, like seven years now, maybe, give or take, since the beginning of college, my sophomore year of college. And I have never, ever, ever, ever had the results that I wanna have because I just can't do the eating portion of it. Like I definitely have, you know, grown muscle. I have gotten a little more toned. I feel healthier. Like I can operate better. I know that I've gotten stronger. Like I've seen results. I'm not saying I haven't seen any results, but like I have never in my life been consistent with eating. And so I have never in my life actually looked the way that I want to look. And it's fucking disappointing to constantly be putting this work in and to never actually see the... results. This idea has now translated into several pieces of my life. I think a big thing for me is trying to realize that success doesn't have to mean intensity. And this whole podcast is not going to be just about fitness and physical health. It's far from that. So just bear with me. But that's the current example that has kind of started my wheels turning in this direction. So I feel I've had a lot of toxic self-help pounded into my head saying that if I don't do all the things all the time, I will never reach success. And it's made me feel resentful of a lot of things that I really did used to like or still do like and feeling overwhelmed by my day and how I operate and Then I'm overwhelmed if I don't do the things that I'm set out to do. Then that means that I'm a failure and I'm not going to make it anywhere. It's just a very hard on myself, overwhelming, excessive, unnecessary way to allow my mind to wander. So the way I'm trying to combat this is trying to separate myself from those parts of me that are making me feel that way or those emotions. When I'm starting to feel anxiety, I'm trying to consciously say to myself, okay, that's my anxiety. That's not who I am. That's not myself. I am, I have this part of me that's feeling anxious because she's trying to manage what I'm doing in order to protect me from getting hurt or from failing or from chaos ensuing and so i can appreciate her and have compassion for her but i can understand that that's not me i can separate this idea of not believing in myself and knowing that my true self feels deserving of the things that i'm going to accomplish maybe not 100 percent, because when i said that i felt a little bit a tinge of like but do you though so you know, i think there is a part of myself that still needs to be healed in the belief world but that's what we're talking about today but I think you know I can still separate it enough to know that the self-doubt critic judgmental part of me that's like totally shitting on everything that I do all the time I can separate her from from what I really think because yes even though I think that a little bit in my true self it's not to the extent that that part of me does and being able to create that separation has been able to open my eyes to not needing to be so intense and that it's not a defining characteristic of me if I don't get everything tacked off my to-do list in that day it's not like that is my end-all be-all I'm gonna fucking fail for the rest of my life So that being said, I just wanted to talk to you guys about a few areas in my life that I've been able to apply it more than just this exercise kick that I've been on lately. It's not a kick. It's not a kick. It's an exercise lifestyle that I'm implementing into my life. And there'll be highs and there'll be lows. And I will be consistent with it. It's not a kick. It's not a phase, mom. Fuck. So one of the things that I really am excited to talk to you guys about is my morning routine. If you follow me on TikTok, you have definitely heard me talk about this because I'm like so motherfucking excited about it, okay? I searched to the ends of this earth for a morning routine that would make me successful, that would mean that I made it, that would make me feel on top of the fucking world and that the morning routine itself would equate to my financial commercial success, That is the fakest shit in the whole fucking world. When you scroll on Instagram and you see 10 things to do in your morning, 28 things to do in your day, follow this morning routine to be successful, follow this morning routine to feel confident, follow this morning routine to do whatever the fuck it's luring you in to do. That is the fakest shit in the world and that's just my opinion but also it's a fact it's fake it's literally fake and what's fake about it is that a specific routine is going to equate a result that is not going to happen what's going to happen is creating a routine in the morning and or at night i like to do both i recommend doing both but having a morning routine is setting you up for a good day and it has to make you feel good you most likely are not going to be able to copy and paste somebody else's routine into your life because you, newsflash, are not the same as another person. You are unique, your brain works in a unique way, and you and another person will not have the same exact upbringing, even including a sibling. You will not have the same exact outlook on life, the same perspectives, your brain is not the same as one other person's. So therefore, your morning routine is going to look different than another person's. Now, you could have a similar morning routine as somebody, but the point is you could copy somebody else's morning routine and see if it makes you feel good and maybe it does. Maybe it does. I'm not knocking that. What I'm trying to say is that a morning routine has to make you feel good and set you up for your day to feel productive. That's the only point of a morning routine is to get some production done in a day to kickstart yourself in order to have a productive day. Because once you start to get those habits in right when you wake up in the morning, you feel good and feel like you can accomplish more. And I'm not going to stick with something that works for fucking Joe Schmo because he walked on the treadmill every single morning and listened to a motivational speaker and then laid on his floor and did a visualization routine and then got up and took a cold shower and like, like, I'm sorry. It's just not realistic to me. It's just not realistic to me. Some days I'm going to wake up somewhere else. Some days I'm going to sleep on my friend's couch because we spent all night out drinking until four in the morning. Sometimes I'm going to wake up and I'm going to be laying in my living Room because my ac was out Sometimes i'm going to Wake up and feel super motivated Sometimes i'm going to wake up. and I'm gonna feel Super sick. Sometimes i'm going to wake up and I'm going to feel super sad Sometimes i'm going to wake up and feel super anxious Sometimes I have To wake up and go somewhere right away Sometimes I don't sometimes I do have a morning that I can just be lazy And lay in bed and relax and get up slow The point is Every day is different. Even if you have consecutive days that are the same, your feelings might be different. And the point is you have to do what's going to work for you in order to feel good. I enjoy structure. So for me, having some sort of structure really does work well for me. So I like to try to make my bed because that kickstarts that productivity habit. I've done something to make my house feel a little bit nicer, makes me feel good, makes me feel like I've done something to start my day. And then I do my hygiene stuff. I brush my teeth, I wash my face, I put my moisturizer on, I put my sunblock on, I brush my hair, I do my hair, I get dressed, like getting getting ready for the day. Super basic stuff but I include that as part of my morning routine. So I've got making my bed and then getting ready for the day, right? So those things stay pretty fucking consistent. Then lastly, I do some sort of self-care. I go to the gym, I read a book, I meditate, I do yoga, I go for a walk, I make myself breakfast. It changes, it changes on how I'm feeling. Some days I have more motivation and I'll do more things. Maybe I do all five of those things because I'm feeling fucking rowdy. Who knows? Maybe I just sit there and meditate because that's all I really have the capacity for. And that makes me feel a sense of success compared to trying to stick to a intense routine that never changes and is the exact same every single day, no matter what the circumstances and feeling like a failure when I don't get it done or falling off habit and then it's been days that I haven't done anything because I feel like I don't have the capacity to do it at all, instead of just minimizing it to what I do feel capable of accomplishing. I take this same idea when I'm creating my planner. I live off of a planner. When I don't use a planner, I feel scrambled. I don't get the things done that I have to get done. My therapist, she thinks I have ADHD. I refuse to believe that because I'm I'm not going to be labeled, all right? That's what my mom says. She shouldn't label me so soon. But you know what? She's probably right, because it makes more sense to me now that I've watched more things about it, but you know what? That's not the fucking point, okay? My point is, is I forget things a lot, and I like to write it all down, and is that an ADHD trait? Yes. Does that mean I have it? No. We're moving on, all right? Here's the thing. I like to write it all down. I create my to-do list. My to-do list typically has about 20 things on it. How I make my to-do list, Okay. I used to try to do the five thing rule that I have five things on my to do list that I have to get done in a day, and I have to do those five things. And if I don't do those five things, I lost the day. But if I do those five things, it counts as a win. And if I do the five things that I have to get done every day for thirty days, then I've won the month. And then if I do that every day, I won the year. Or if, even if I do more wins than losses at the end of the month, at the end of the year, then I've won that year and I'm going to continue to progress. That weighed on my soul, dude. Like that was too hard for me. And I didn't and in- not that it was too hard to like accomplish the things that I wanted to accomplish, but I had like bigger ideas that I would have liked to have gotten done in a day that were actually possible for me to get done. But again, back to the circumstance conversation, like depending on the circumstances, maybe I didn't do it. Or you know what? Maybe I just didn't fucking feel like it and I didn't do it. Maybe I didn't fucking ever feel like getting up and pouring myself fucking water, and now that means I drank no water and that means that I didn't get to cross off my list that I drank a gallon of water that day. Okay. I would take that and be like, wow, I fucking suck. Now I have to draw a big fat L across my list and feel like a fucking loser because I didn't do just one thing because I was lazy because I didn't just get up and do it. What are you ever, you're never going to accomplish shit because you fucking can't just get up and do it. Too much toxic self-help. I was done with it. So I decided that I'm going to create as big of a fucking to-do list as I My soul wants to do that day, but what I'm gonna make my to do list is my perfect day. I'm going to write every single thing down on that list that would make today perfect. What things can I accomplish that would make my day in my standards perfect? I write down all of my work tasks, I wrote down all of my social media tasks, I write down all of my physical wellness tasks eating four healthy meals a day, drinking a gallon of water, doing cardio, the type of strength training I'm going to do. If I were to unpack my stuff, if I was to initiate sex with my boyfriend, if I was to clean the cat box, if I was to text a friend or call a friend, I put all of that on my list. What would make my day perfect? And if I do half of the things on that list, I consider that day a win. That is a pretty fucking good day. If I get half of the things that would make my day perfect on that list done, great. Because as we know over here, Issues, it's not about being perfect. It's about the process and being as best as we can be and not focusing on that perfection. So allowing ourselves permission to not finish the whole fucking list. Obviously, if we do and we have a perfect day, fucking great. All power to us. That would be awesome. But not feeling that pressure of getting it all done has really helped me because I still feel proud of the amount of things that I do get done. And obviously the things that I have done make me feel good and make me feel like I have had a good fucking day. So now that I've broken down these daily habits to bring more successful everyday feelings into my life compared to the consistent failure feelings I used to have, I feel like I'm really at a place that I can genuinely trust myself. And I'm so excited to be able to admit that because from my experience with betrayal and cheating and backstabbing friendships and and not really feeling like I could make good decisions on my own I really genuinely trust myself and I really feel like I can handle a shitty situation I feel like I will be able to overcome any negative feeling that happens to me and or for me whatever and I will be able to rise above it I'll be able to work with it I'll be able to feel better again I I trust that so wholeheartedly. But now that I've gotten to this point, I kind of feel like I'm at this neutral point. I have a severe fear of settling. I want to live a very experienced full life. I have a fear of being average and being granted this one in a million chance of a life and wasting it. And for the love of all fuck, Who am I to decide what average is and who am I to decide what a wonderful life is and what an experienced life is? And if the things that I'm about to describe, describe anything about your life and you are happy with your life. By all means, I'm not trying to offend you. And by all means, I am not trying to tell you that that doesn't, that that makes you average or it makes you lesser, or it makes you boring, like whatever the fuck, like that is not what I'm saying. This is my personal definition of the way I want to live my life. But I want to not just follow the typical society patterns. Like I don't want to just like get married and have kids and like, live in a fucking house and go to work every day and do that over and over and over and over and over and have fucking, like, wine nights and, like, all that. Like, that's boring to me, bro. Like, that is not how I believe. Like, that's not what I believe I was put on this earth to do. I believe I was put here for a reason to accomplish something and I want to fucking accomplish it. And while I do that, I want to see as much as I can. Like, I would love to experience as many things as I possibly can. Meet people, make money, travel places, live in different places, experience just all, eat different foods, like just experience all walks of life and just really enjoy this 100 100. That's stretching it. This 80 years, maybe, that I've been granted to have this like earth experience, I want to experience it. I don't just want to do the same fucking thing every day. Okay. That's just, and again, my per, that's my personal opinion and standard and the way that I want to live my life. And so, because of that, I have this like severe fear that I'm going to just fall into society's loop and. I'm so afraid of falling into like the popular style of living. And so I become my control freak ass self and I'm trying to figure out all of the things that I can do to make me successful to like at an, at an obsessive fucking rate, dude. Like back to the morning routine, back to the planner, back to the fucking fitness. Like thinking that everything that I have to do has to be done today. Otherwise, it's never going to happen at all. I can't control the outcome i have to fill myself up with what i define as success as much as i can on a day-to-day basis again going back to what would make my day perfect today trusting that i will open my eyes tomorrow (laughs) having faith in that and i understand like living in this like i think that's the other thing too is that i'm like what if i die tomorrow like i haven't experienced all the things I got to book the trip right now. I got to go eat the food right now. I got to go do the things right now. And it's like, you have time. You have time. There is time. And if there's not, there's not. And like once, if there's not, for the most part, you have time, right? Allow yourself to have that time. Allow yourself to plan. Allow yourself to look to the future for things to do and, and plan things in, in advance, You just have to fill each day with what you think is going to make that day successful so that in turn they pile up and you live a successful life. And when those things that you think are going to make you successful aren't enjoyable anymore, back off of them because that means you're at capacity for that day. You've hit your limit and you're going to have to allow that tank to kind of go down for you to move forward. How do you do that? You go to bed, you watch a TV show, you call a friend, you hang out with friends, you go get a drink, like go, just go do something like relaxed or just go do something else. Like if you are starting to feel yourself like be really obsessive or really tuned in and you're feeling resentful or tired or just like straight up not enjoying something that you should be enjoying, back the fuck off. You have to create more room before moving on. And moving on could be tomorrow, like, or it could be in a couple hours, you know what I mean? But maybe you'll, you'll get another surge of, of excitement or motivation and you'll go back and work on it and be excited about it. But right now you're not feeling that way. Walk away, go make yourself something to eat and then come back and sit down and see how you feel. All of this doesn't mean that you're not ever going to achieve it. Ask yourself what it would take to believe in yourself. Like, what are you, who is this person that you're envisioning That would be able to accomplish the things that you want to accomplish? And why are the two of you not the same person? Who is that person? What qualities do they have? What would that person have to do in order for you to believe in them? And then bring that person back together with you. What would that person have to do to earn your belief? What would they have to do in order for you to think that they are deserving of accomplishing things or for being successful or that they're capable of accomplishing those things? Belief in yourself comes down to confidence. Like when it's all said and done, that's essentially what it is. It's how confident you are in yourself and your abilities and your future and being able to get yourself there. And that's annoying because I feel like confidence is just like always this juggling act that it comes and it goes. But confidence is a skill that you develop, it's not something you just have you develop the skill just like you develop the skill of being consistent with habits or responding instead of reacting or trusting yourself. It is a skill that happens over time. And even though there's still fluctuation, it might not drop as low as it used to. It might sit at a higher level consistently. And then obviously sometimes you feel more confident than others. The thing I'm not buying though, is that belief acts in the same way as confidence I don't think it fluctuates as much so let me get a little personal with y'all and tell you why I struggle to believe in myself I think that I struggle to believe in myself because there's this weird part in me that feels that I don't deserve success which is fucking weird for me to say because I never like Thought that to be true of myself. I never felt like I didn't deserve it. And that's because there's a different part of me that does believe that I do. And that's the part of me that drives me to do the things that I want to do that I feel that I do deserve it. I literally sound like I have multiple personality disorder, but literally, like, there's one part of me that totally is like, this is inevitable. You have to get it done. This is your passion. This is what you live for. This is what you're doing. And then there's another part of me that's like, why the fuck do you think that you would ever accomplish that, that you deserve that, that you could make that happen? Who the fuck would let that happen for you? I also feel some sort of like incapability, kind of like how I was talking about with like fitness, that I have this feeling that I'm like, screw it up. Or the word that like swims in my head a lot is lazy, that I feel like I'm too lazy to accomplish things that I just like don't feel like doing it and so then I don't and I think that ties back into feeling like I got to do all the things all the time I also think that I haven't had a real life example of success I don't really know anybody in my friends or family who's been uber successful so that makes it feel like it's not re- like why would I of all of these great fucking people that I know be able to accomplish that I feel afraid that I'm not smart enough. I feel afraid that I don't have the resources or the tools to make things like this happen. I think that when I think about the laziness again, I think that I'm coining it as laziness and that it's not laziness, it's fear of rejection and fear that I'm going to screw it up and fear that I'm going to try and it's not going to pan out for me and I'm going to be devastated when it doesn't pan out for me and I put my effort into it and then I'm just going to have to live this mundane life that I was so afraid of living. And so if I actually put the effort in to try and it doesn't work out, that's terrifying and so I might as well just not try at all, which I I consciously can see how that makes no fucking sense. Like I'm going to be devastated because I never tried and I never put myself out there to try to accomplish the things that I wanted to accomplish. But I'm like trapped between a rock and a hard place, preventing myself from doing these things because I'm too afraid to put myself out there. And this is again where I have to create that separation and understand that that is a part of me that's not the true me. That my, That's my fear. That's my self-doubt. That's my judgmental Sarah. And that's not truly me inside. It's this version of myself that is trying to protect me and manage me. But she's also holding me back a lot. Here's the few things that I have figured out. While I'm working towards believing in myself. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I didn't believe in myself for so long. And now I do. And I'm a changed woman. Because that's not the fucking truth. This is a very new thing that I'm working on is being able to believe in myself. It was a new thing that I realized that I was having a problem with. And now it's even newer that I'm trying to confront it. So these are the few things that I have figured out. And maybe they will ring in your head too. Identify what your limiting beliefs are so you can stop focusing on them and start focusing on the proof that you need to believe in yourself. The same theory that if somebody was like talking about yellow Volkswagen Beetles and now you see a yellow Volkswagen Beetle literally everywhere you fucking go because that was ringing around in your head. I Now you might see one because we just talked about it. <laughs> Once you identify them, you'll know what not to look for so that you can focus your attention on the good things that you are doing. Mine live in a fog. I even right now when I'm talking about them, I've never identified them. And so I know they're there, but I never take the time to look at them because I'm afraid of what they might be. I'm afraid of what that might mean for me. And i Just feel like it'll be too heavy to hold, if anything else. So I don't put the effort in to identify them. I can like talk about wanting to do that, but I I don't put that effort in and I don't take the time to do it. So let's take the time to do it right now with you guys. Oh, so if I think about what my personal limiting beliefs are. I'll never be good enough comes up. People won't like me. I'll be an outcast. I'm not capable. I'll be unhappy. I'll be disappointed. I find it interesting that most of my limiting beliefs seem to come back to feelings, not necessarily outcomes. And these are more limiting beliefs for my entire existence, not situational. Like I could think of limiting beliefs for situations. Like if I was to walk into somewhere, like let's say I'm going to a party with people that I don't really know. Maybe my limiting beliefs are going to be that nobody's going to talk to me. Maybe my limiting beliefs are that I'm going to look awkward. That I'm not going to know what to do with my body. I'll get too drunk. (laughs) And I'll make an ass out of myself. Now that I've narrowed down those limiting beliefs... I feel better able to focus on what I could do to make those things not happen. Even the ones for my whole life. I can do my best to accept who I am and feel proud of who I am because that's about all I can control. And I can't control how other people view me, but as long as I feel good enough in myself and I know that I tried my hardest, I won't feel devastated, I won't feel disappointed, and I won't feel upset when other people don't accept me. The next thing I want to recommend is taking credit for your achievements. This was something I had a really hard time with because I would feel either embarrassed about them or I would feel like I was talking too much about myself. I felt other people would judge what I was feeling proud of or put me down or reality check me. Maybe they see something that I don't. The fear of being wrong I feel like is is common for me. I was visiting my family when I was home in Chicago and I had seen family that I hadn't seen in a little while and so A common question when you see your family that you haven't seen in a while is, what's going on? How's your life? What are you doing? And so I felt afraid to tell them about the podcast. I felt afraid to kind of explain everything in my life because when I first heard that question, I felt afraid to tell them the answer to that because I was afraid I hadn't done enough. I was afraid that my life was garbage. I was afraid that I was living a boring life that I didn't really have much physical success from. And when I laid it all out for them, I realized I was actually doing a lot and a lot that I was proud of. And they were very receptive to it. And it wasn't just how much money you're making or what impressive job do you have? How many people are you impacting? Like these like physical ways of measuring success. It was just the quality of life that I was living and doing things in order to make myself feel good. I have a stable job. I have the podcast. I'm interviewing really incredibly influential and impactful people. I exercise regularly. I go on walks regularly. I eat healthy regularly. I have a successful relationship. I moved out of state. I'm going to move to a different state potentially. That's a fun little side story. I might be moving to Florida. I find out today if I get approved. So fingers crossed for me. Next time we talk, I might be in another state and I haven't even thought about packing my apartment. Again, off topic. But these things can so easily get trapped in our heads and, and become overlooked because you're just stuck in the day-to-day and living your life and not looking at your life as a whole and your accomplishments as a whole so you have to be able to acknowledge those accomplishments and obviously you don't have to talk to old family in order to make this happen you can do it yourself you can say it out loud to yourself you can write it all down and and make a list of all of the things that you've done and obviously if there's things on there that you're like my list does kind of suck my list my list is kind of barren. I wish there was more. Now you know where to focus your attention and direction and, and what you need to do in order to make the life that you want to happen more so than you did before, because you're going to know what you want to add to that list. So what do you want to add to that list? And what are you going to do in order to make that happen? Don't worry about other people having a bad reaction to what you're proud of. Talk about eating healthy. Talk about going to the gym. Talk about your promotion. Talk about what you're doing to work towards that promotion. Talk about the great parts of your relationship. Don't dim to make other people feel better. And if they get upset, you need new people in your life. Don't be embarrassed about the things that you're proud of. That's crazy. And fuck other people. Like literally just think about what it's going to do for yourself. Obviously, not condoning like fucking bragging. Don't be a dick. But also, who cares? Brag. Like we are so like conditioned to not brag that if you talk about yourself, you're bragging. Okay. If somebody else feels like you're bragging, they're not doing enough with themselves. And they obviously feel bad about themselves. Sorry. Sorry. That's That's the way I feel. If they feel badly and threatened by you accomplishing things, then they need to get off their ass and start accomplishing things. That would make them not feel threatened by you talking about your accomplishments. You can't control commercial success. You can only control personal success. Do things that put you on that path. But if today was all your life ended up being, what is in your control to make you feel successful? What classes are you taking? What skills are you learning? Where are you spending your time? What risks are you taking? What are you wearing? What do you smell like? What does your skin look like? What does your hair and makeup look like? What job do you have? How is your house decorated? Are you taking care of your physical self? Are you traveling when you can, even if that's just to a different town? Plan a cute little day trip to a different town. Go see what fucking things they have over there. Go to a different coffee shop. Go to a grocery store. Go walk in a park somewhere else. It doesn't have to be some like big trip to Aruba, it could be just like an hour away could be a half an hour away. It could be 20 minutes away. Just go somewhere different that you haven't been before just to make yourself feel good about doing that if that's something that would make you feel good. Don't get lost in the inevitability. Don't get lost in thinking that well one day it's going to happen and I know that before I said you have time and that's true but also don't get lost in that either. You still have to take action to create the life that you want. It just doesn't have to be obsessive. You don't have to do it all right now but you do have to do it. And obviously this one annoys me because I so badly want to be able to control commercial success. That's what I've been talking about this entire time. But I literally drive myself nuts focusing my energy on why it's not happening and what I can do to make it happen, but that's actually driving it away. I need to stop focusing so much of my energy on why I can't reach it and what else do I need to do in order to do that and just making myself feel good and successful within my day so that eventually it compiles and leads me closer to the life that I want to live because obviously my overall life goal really is the same for my everyday goal you know what I mean like I don't want to fall into this pit of um, of a cycle so what am I going to do every day to make my days a little bit different what am I going to do to make my days a little bit more exciting maybe today I'm going to go work at a coffee shop Maybe tomorrow I'm going to go visit a mountain range and go for a walk there. Maybe I'm going to buy a plane ticket to go on vacation. Maybe I'm going to schedule a hair appointment to get my hair done differently. I don't fucking know. Whatever I have access to at this time, the more I do those things, the more it compiles because it's not like one day you're going to reach a destination that is going to be like, this is my life. I've done it. It's just that days add up over time. So have successful days to create successful months, to create successful years. It's that same concept that I was talking about before with the journal, but with the five things a day that you could do to win the day and then win the month and then win the year without the pressure. The last action step that I have for you guys is writing down your goals and then writing down your plans to accomplish those goals. If you know where you're going and how to get there, it's more likely you will. It's just kind of common sense. If you just start driving and you're hoping to get to California, but you have no idea where you're going. Like, okay, right now, if I was to leave my apartment and I didn't have Google Maps or a, a paper map or whatever, and I just started driving, I would have literally no idea what direction I was going. I I don't know my northeast, south, and west. So I don't know that shit. Who knows where I fucking would end up? I would have literally no idea. I mean, I could try to read the, the road signs and I could hope that I could figure it out. But would I? who fucking knows? I don't know. Probably not. Probably not. But if I sit down and I decide, okay, I want to go to California. How do I get there? And I make a plan to figure out what exits and roads I need to take in order to get to California. More likely than not, I'm going to get there. Maybe I get lost along the way if I'm not using my fucking GPS because God knows my brain can't function without that anymore. But for the most part, I'm going to have a pretty good idea of where I need to go because I'm going to be headed in that direction. Maybe I land in Colorado and I fucking love it there and I don't leave because I've ended up with this outcome instead because I've fallen in love with this outcome and that's what my new life is going to be and I'm going to be satisfied with that and I'm not going to feel like, oh, but I never made it to California if I'm super satisfied with the new direction of my life, but more likely than not, I'm going to end up in California because that's my intention and I have the plan in order to make that happen. I have a cute little study for you guys on this. In 1979, the Harvard MBA program conducted a study where graduate students were asked, have you set clear written goals for your future and made plans to accomplish them? Only 3% had written goals and plans. 13% had goals, but they weren't in writing. I'm looking at you, write them down. And 84% had no goals at all. 10 years later, the same group was interviewed. The 13% of the class who had goals but didn't write them down was earning twice the amount of 84% who had no goals, and the 3% who had written goals were earning an average of 10 times as much as the other 97% of the class combined. It seems so logical. Why do we not do it? I used to try to write my goals down every day and like that was excessive. And again, I burnt myself out. Now I don't do that. I haven't done that in probably a year. But if I just write my goals down and write down my plan to make them happen, I'm going to remember them and maybe I revisit them. And I ask myself, am I still doing what uh, is aligned with this? What adjustments do I need to make? with how I feel now and where I want my life to go now because it's probably going to alter a little bit as I continue to grow and learn and experience life. It doesn't have to be so fucking psycho regimented. Write them down, live your life, come back and reflect. And just write them down, dude. Like Just literally take some time today to write down your goals and write the action plan. Set an hour aside. You have an hour. You have 24 hours in your day. You have an hour just to do this one thing that's going to propel you forward. Stop being lazy or keep being lazy. Both will have a consequence. My goal this week and this life is to just fucking relax. I'm so determined to enjoy life as much as possible that I'm sick of making myself feel like shit all the time. I refuse to continue to live a life that makes me feel miserable and I'm going to do what I have to do in order to make me feel good. No matter what that takes, even if it doesn't completely align with the self-help and self-improvement worlds, you know, whatever. You just got to do what you got to do for you individually to make you feel good. Thank you for being here. I love you for hanging out with me. Please, if you love hanging out with me too, rate and review the show rate right and review the show it really helps me out and your girl is trying to get on the unwell network because apparently alex cooper just put out this new podcasting network and it's literally called unwell and if the issues don't fit into the unwell network like who does i don't even know so rate right and review the show please for the love of god because you know your girl's trying to, if it's not that, just trying to make something happen. Just trying to make a little bit of a wave, all right? We were talking about success today. Help a girl out. Help a girl out. You know, I can't control my commercial success, but you, you can. So help your girl out. Rate review the show. Follow me on Instagram at underscore Sarah Ritt. Follow Welsh at Welsh Podcast. Follow my TikTok for more mini talks at Sarah Rittendale. Have a kick-ass Monday. Have a kick-ass week. I'm hanging up, question mark Goodbye, goodbye, have a good week, bye